Hi, and welcome to the podcast for Wellness Warriors and Wisdom. I'm Ashley, and I'm your host. Today, I want to talk about some pathologies. Um, One in particular that has come up recently is kyphosis. And if you are unfamiliar with that fancy, fun-sounding word, think of Hunchback of Notre Dame. Um, Kyphosis and some other back issues with the spine often go hand in hand. And kyphosis is literally a humpback condition. So think of like your thoracic spine, you know, and on your back, um, up, you know, at the top of your rib cage, an extreme curve. And you can actually have kyphosis without it being super extreme. And a lot of times people don't even know that they have kyphosis until it gets visibly pretty bad. And then at that point, sometimes they start having pain and they visibly can see in the mirror or people will point out to them like, oh, you kind of have this hump at the the back of your neck. It's also referred to as the dowager's hump um, and can sometimes be classified as a mild form of kyphosis in that way. Um, But a lot of times that is related to osteoporosis. So it's actually really common. Um, It's a forward rounding of the back Um, It's usually referred to just as an abnormally curved spine, and it's actually most commonly found in older women, and again, often related to other spinal issues and bone disease such as osteoporosis, which hence older women, they tend to deal with that a lot more than any other population in our um, age range, but it's very common. More than 3 million U.S. cases per year are diagnosed. Um, treatment can help, but that condition is, it's not, they don't have a cure for it. Um, it's usually self-diagnosable. So again, someone's pointing it out to you. You might see it in the mirror. You might start having some pain in that area and then start being like, huh, that doesn't look quite right. Um, lab tests and imaging often can confirm that, and that just typically looks like an x-ray to just show the curvature of the spine. Um, and again, it's chronic. It can last for years or be lifelong. So in adults, kyphosis can be caused by degenerative diseases of the spine. Think arthritis, disc degeneration, Um, Also fractures caused by osteoporosis. Um, So think about like compression fractures due to osteoporosis, Uh, injury, trauma to the spine, slipping of one or more vertebrae forward. Um, That can also result into um, kyphosis. So sometimes signs and symptoms Um, Again, you're going to have a noticeable hump or protrusion or a rounding that is more than usual that's visible when someone views you from your side, so like your profile. And oftentimes, when I see someone come into my office with kyphosis, before I even see them from their side, I can usually tell pretty quickly that they might have some kyphosis going on just by seeing them face to face because their shoulders will be rounded um, and their arms oftentimes will kind of dangle in front of them as they walk or stand. Um, That's just kind of how the curvature of the back is 
protruding everything forward. Um, oftentimes they will complain of back or neck pain or stiffness, sometimes a restricted range of motion when they're trying to turn their head. Um, they, I have often heard my clients say that they feel like their head is too heavy on their shoulders or that their um, muscles are really tired kind of in that area of the back or neck. And there are different stages of kyphosis, of course, just as anything goes. Um, a normal T-spine or thoracic spine, it, it does have a curvature. Uh, you know, our spine typically does have, you know, some fluid curvature to it. But um, with kyphosis, you're looking at a pretty significant degree change and usually 20 to 40 degrees um, of a curvature. And that, of course, can be greater or lesser degree of the curvature um, to be considered a spinal deformity. And when uh, when the thoracic portion of the, the spine curves at 45 degrees or more, um, it's considered a problematic type of thoracic kyphosis. So um, if you've got somebody that's curved at 45 degrees or more, it's going to be extremely obvious. And oftentimes they're going to be in a lot of pain. Um, so who does this affect? Um, what are the risk factors? And so kyphosis, um, that it can, you know, we talked about the different people that it can affect, but how it affects people in addition to causing pain in that back area, neck area, um, it can limit people's physical functions. Um, and kyphosis is associated with weakened back muscles. So oftentimes um, people will be sent in for physical therapy to help strengthen the muscles, um, especially if it's at a, if it's caught at an early enough degree change and you can strengthen those muscles, it can help prevent pain, uh, which is really good and help prevent it from getting worse. Um, and people can also find difficulty in doing normal everyday things like walking and getting up and down from a chair or seated position um, that curvature of the spine it can also make it really hard for people to look up um, or to drive because there is pain um, you know just with with that movement some people even have difficulty when they go to sleep they have to have certain pillows or extra support because the spine is curved and stiffened up so much that they can't straighten it back out um, to the point that they they need extra bolsters so when I see clients like this, oftentimes um, when they're face down, they're usually fine. I usually just drop the, the headrest a little bit lower and their neck is a little bit more comfortable and in their form of neutrality. But when they turn over to their back, um, oftentimes that isn't comfortable enough for them to do. So sometimes, depending on the degree of curvature, I'll do a sideline position instead of flat on their back. Or um, what I can do as well is I, I will usually like roll up towels or use extra pillows or things to help support that curvature in their neck and in their back so that they can lay flatter. Um, it's all about when you come into my office and in most massage therapist's office, it's all going to be about not just your comfort, but also supporting you in a safe way so that you can get the treatment that you deserve and hopefully get some pain relief along the way as well. Um, so duration 
unfortunately, kyphosis is kind of a a long-term thing. They categorize it as chronic. Um, Mild to moderate kyphosis, it's usually treated with a back brace um, until bone growth stops. So you're talking about if someone is diagnosed or caught with kyphosis at a young age, like an adolescent, um, bone growth stops at around like 15, 16 years old, depending on the person. But I think the average age is around 15 years old. So the idea of the back brace up until that point is to try to help train the spine to grow in a proper way. Um, surgery is not typically recommended for most cases because they're it's a pretty risky um, surgery to do. Um, so only super severe kyphosis cases are typically even considered for surgical procedures. Um, and usually that looks like a spinal fusion. Um, and again, kyphosis location, it's, it's a forward curve, an abnormal forward curve in the upper spine right below the, the neck and as you get into the the rib cage of the back um children with kyphosis have a rounded hunchback appearance and can often be teased because looking like the hunchback of notre dame um it's very odd for other kids to see kids their age with you know a deformity like that and while some children are born with it most cases develop during adolescence and a lot of that is due to poor posture um, so for instance, a, a good, um, kind of example of that is when, you know, teenagers just, they, they slouch a lot. Like I have, I have three of them and I tell them all the time, like sit up straight. One's pretty good at it. The other two, like they have varying degrees of it. Um, also young ladies, as they start to develop breast tissue, sometimes there's a self-conscious effort that sometimes they don't even realize that they're doing it, but they will kind of concave their chest in a little bit um, to minimize the appearance of developing uh, chest tissue, breast tissue, um, because they are just trying to like not draw attention to them. So, um, you know, that, that can become a habit, obviously, over time. Also, very large-chested women um, or young girls, that, uh, if they develop very quickly, that weight can kind of just pull them forward and round those shoulders, and um, it can become a real problem. So, um, poor posture during the adolescent years is a big problem. So, I don't feel so bad telling my kids to constantly sit up straight anymore. I used to think that maybe I said that too much or that I was too focused on it because I'm a body worker, but um, I don't feel bad about it at all. Uh, We all need to work on our posture, but um, especially as these kiddos are growing, we need to make sure that their spines are healthy. Um, Fun fact about spinal health, I also send all three of my kids at varying ages to our trusted chiropractor and think that it is a great idea. Make sure you have a trusted chiropractor, but they're great. Um, But yeah, so would massage help? That's kind of the whole idea of, you know, these little episodes about pathology is would massage therapy help, you know, in kyphosis um, at all? And so again, It is a spinal issue, so that's bone, and massage therapists don't work on bone. However, because there is an issue with a change in the spine form, um, 
your muscles will change with it oftentimes causing you more pain. So when I have someone come in that has kyphosis and that is a complaint that they are having, is having pain in that area, I like to treat the area both at the site, which would be in that upper back area, and also on the opposite side of it. So that would be like the pectoralis muscles, those front muscles of the chest up towards the top. Oftentimes those muscles can be kind of contracted and pulled too tight together, which exacerbates those shoulders coming forward, which pulls on the back even more, causing more pain, more muscle fatigue. So with the back, you're looking at um, like the rhomboids and some of the other muscles up there um, in the upper part of the shoulders and back close to the neck. I also will So massage and kyphosis. Massage cannot treat or cure um, kyphosis itself. However, it can help with providing comfort and pain relief to the muscles involved in surrounding the kyphosis area and give you a little bit more stability in your muscles as time goes. It will also help strengthen and stretch out some of those muscles that are being affected by kyphosis. So, um, when I have a client that comes in that is talking about how they have kyphosis or if they haven't mentioned it and it's super obvious to me, I will ask those questions because I want to be as informed as possible before I put my hands on someone to help them. Um, and so when your massage therapist starts asking you questions, try not to get offended and try not to get irritated. I usually ask my clients to come a few minutes, especially if they're new, come you know, a few minutes before your appointment so that we can discuss this and so that we can make a plan of action together that is going to best address the issues at hand. I also check in with my clients about other you know, medical conditions that might be coexisting with kyphosis, such as osteoporosis or arthritis. Um, that helps me understand how best um, to provide you comfort and support in the safest way possible. Um, oftentimes when people have kyphosis, I have found, especially with women, they do not like it being like they don't want attention brought to it at all. And I totally understand that it can be, um, self-conscious, a self-conscious thing for it to be pointed out or addressed. But when you are seeing a massage therapist, you should look at them as part of your healthcare team. And so they need to know that information, not so that they can pass judgment on you, not so that they can, you know, think any kind of way other than how best they can help and support you. It is important um, for your massage therapist to know. So I hope that this episode has given you a little bit of insight into how massage can help kyphosis and what kyphosis is and the different types and where it comes from and how best to deal with it. If you have any more questions or want to discuss this, I would love to hear from you. There is the ability to send me voice messages on here. 
You can also find me online at wellnesswarriorsandwisdom.com. You can also send me emails at wellnesswarriorsandwisdom at gmail.com. I'm on Instagram at wellnesswarriorsandwisdom and on Facebook as wellnesswarriorsandwisdom. I hope that this little bit of wisdom about your wellness can help you be aware. Until next time, be well.